and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? And what comes rolling down the driveway for dinner but this, the super-duper weenie wagon. Broadcasting live from the Booze League headquarters, 16.0 ounces on the dial. The Kamish Wiley Withers, Coley Wyman, Sandro Arevalo. This is the Boozecast. Catch up on what you missed online at boozeleague.com and on your mobile device on iHeart or iTunes. All right, let's get it started. In some of my songs, I have casually mentioned the fact that I like the great beard I did. I hope I laugh for like 35 seconds. Wow. Just wanted to uh, add a little bit of uh, Latin, low Latin flavor (laughs) (laughs) into uh, into the booze cast. Yeah, that dude is authentico. You know what? Like, I really just felt bad that the uh, that the super white guy we had for the announcer just couldn't. But couldn't I love get how it goes from super white to like not like to to telenovela. (laughs) Telenovela vibe. Man being reasonable must get drunk. The best of life is but intoxication. Welcome into Draft 52, everybody. Um, we Here we are, Draft 52. Nice. Finally got it done. Flipping right along. I'm Hell very yeah. excited. Took a bit to set up tonight. Uh, we did a little bit of drinking uh, while we were doing that. So uh. <laughs> generally, we're feeling pretty good right now, I would say. <laughs> I think I'm feeling pretty good all the time, Well. I am uh, the commissioner, as it were. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, <laughs> but it's true. Uh, I am the commissioner. And I am the commissioner. <laughs> along with Coley and, of course, uh, Sandro Arevalo. <laughs> sitting over there as well. Yeah, uh, we are the Boozecast. You can catch us up online, boozeleague.com. You can find us on Spotify, iHeart, iTunes. Uh, soon, YouTube as well. You yeah. can actually watch us do fun. this. And look at all the fun that we're having, uh, as it were. Look at me! But uh, until then, uh, you're going to have to listen to us. So what do we got today? Uh, we have a big announcement coming up uh, this particular draft. We teased it on the last draft. Mm. Uh, that was a good a, tease. You, you like that? I yeah, did, I'm, yeah, I'm well, well-versed well at teasing, <laughs> as it were. Um, we have a how's your week? Uh, some booze line news with an update on a story that we covered a few weeks ago. Yes. Coley uh, comes in uh, with some food that can help you out with a hangover, which is pretty awesome, which I'm, I think I need a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I always think of those popsicles that we talked about in a few segments. Ago. The oh, Pedialyte popsicles. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, they're that should be a sponsor for Booze League, dude. Like Next segment brought to you by these hangover I, popsicles. I think they're only uh, available, though, in Korea. K-Town? Like, yeah. I'm sure someone in K-Town can get them. Yeah. It's, um, so. We'll just make our own. <laughs> Pedialyte. <laughs> you say so. <laughs> uh, and Sandro actually uh, talks a little bit about um, the drought, rain, and what it all has yeah, to do with beer. It's raining beer out there, people. Yeah, Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of rain and beer, let's uh, rain some beer down our throats. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was aggressive. <laughs> beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and water. The beer of the day. All right, today's beer of the day. Usually I do a little research on the beer of the day and like, you know, write it up and so I can tell you what what that brewery in particular wants you to think about it. There's not a lot about this beer out there though, aside from uh, the name and the uh, brewery itself, which I will tell you right now. Today from Vista, California from Booze Brothers Brewing. I can't believe we haven't had a Booze Brothers yet on the show. (laughs) Uh, We have uh, today the Sun Up Russian Imperial Stout. It's a so, bold move right there. You like that? Yeah, I that's right. I, I try it. I'll tell you what. I love what? Russian Imperial Stouts. I'm super stoked on this one. Nice. nice. Everybody, oh, everybody open up your beers and drink. drink. <laughs> <laughs> so here's, uh, I'm just going to read what's on the back of the can because there's literally on Untapped on their website, there's nothing about this beer. Misto beer. It's a mystery beer. You wake up in the morning following a night of, oh, oh wait. You wow, know where's this going? Yeah, we got some. There we go. You wake up in the morning <laughs> following a long night of plowing the field. Oh, oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> All you want is a cup of joe and the hair of the dog. Sunup Stout destroys both those pesky birds with one stone. Within its depths, you'll find velvety malts, a potent shot, 
of I guess I'm still alive <laughs> and rich layers of vanilla from the Sierra Madre Mountains of Jalisco. Yes. Mexico. Indeed. <laughs> Together they're sure to thoroughly sedate, caffeinate, and possibly break. Wow. You. It's like a hippie speedball. Remember, ah. the early bird gets the worm. That is like an extra, oh yeah. These <laughs> nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you need to be the go-getter, stop hitting that snooze button, fix yourself some flapjacks, and enjoy a sun-up stout. Hello. Let's enjoy a sun-up stout. Nice. Oh. Oh, man. Foam. Now that now I got I'm a- thinking about pancakes. Now that I got Here. a bit of a, a semi from all that. Big right. testicles. I can't wait. Oh, that is coffee-y. Oh, yeah. It is, uh, it is very foamy, though. This guy, it's, it's got a lot of head. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like a milkshake. Yeah. It's all good. Gravi- Look at all that, Gravity dude. will take over. You can ask uh, Nick about the head that Coley can give, but we can see it right here in this glass. No, it's all good. Whoa, easy. Nick's not here to defend. <laughs> whoa, wait. Yo. Hey, yo, whoa. Big dick Nick. Damn. Oh, that is good, though. So this is um, 8.4% on the ABV. Alcohol. Uh, it's got uh, no IBUs, of course. And the untapped score for this one is 3.92. I wouldn't kick this beer out of bed. No, this I, is not bad. I really almost taste more coffee and chocolate than I do vanilla. It is aggressively like coffee. A, but like a like a bitter cocoa, mm-hmm. like dark chocolate. It's almost like an espresso rich. beer. Mm. Yes. Nice. I, I can totally like have this with some eggs and uh these nuts. Like some oh some flapjacks. <laughs> eggs and these nuts? What? <laughs> some huevos? <laughs> yeah. Rancheros. <laughs> Hello? Come on, man. Oh my these God. nuts. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh where did you pick this brewski up? I got this at the uh, Village Greens Market. Of course. Oh, nice. All right. Which uh, happens to be next to the local where I do some of the editing before the show. Of course. Uh, Did you win any money this time? uh, Didn't. Didn't. Didn't win any money. Um, Gave up two bucks uh, to lose money at uh, 1424. That's okay. But um, yeah, so this is, uh, if you want to find out more about Booze Brothers, I checked out their website. And one, the can art on this, all of their cans have something cool. Nice cans. They're kind of like propaganda. (laughs) That's what she said. Um, they, it, like they look like the old Russian propaganda type <laughs> totally stuff, yeah. and all of them are very, very cool. Uh, Booze Brothers was started by two brothers who started home brewing, like like you do, and uh, eventually opened a tap room. And the pictures of their tap room on the website are gorgeous, like it's all wood and concrete. Like it's very, very nice. So, if you are uh, in the San Diego area or happen to be um, down <laughs> there, want to try something new, nice. they are based in Vista. Go to boozebros.com to find out more information. Uh, this beer is not on the website, so don't look for it. <laughs> Lord knows Just I couldn't find it. Take our word for it. But it is. Uh, this is definitely a Booze Brothers. It says it right there. It's delicious. It is delicious. It really I'll is. tell you what. Delicious. So, anyways, um, but now uh, let's move on now to a song that I've had in my head. Not as much as Come Along. And I've heard oh, some yeah. complaints. Yeah. People have been contacting me on uh, Instagram, on yeah. my personal as well as the, the Booze League Instagram, mm-hmm. complaining about the fact that Come Along is stuck in their head. <laughs> and I don't apologize at all. <laughs> at Suck all. on that. So lick, lick, lick my balls. Enjoy that. Yeah, oh, sorry. We gave you the gift of good music. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is not bad. And for those of you who are not following us on Instagram, I put up an awesome video uh, for <laughs> advertising that last draft that had a bunch of drunk animals dancing around. So uh, definitely follow us on it Instagram. It tugs at the heartstrings. It does. Yep. Wait, wait. I'm sorry, it tugs. <laughs> Droopy eyed, armless children. Oh. <laughs> Let's get on the song of the day. Music remix. Alcohol makes a big man small and can lead to a life of crime. The song of the day. Lover, come over. Look what I've done. I've been alone so long I feel like I'm on the run Lover, come over Kick up the dust I got a secret Starting to rush She said I'm looking like 
This song is called Cringe, and it's from a artist named Matt Mason. Last name spelled M-A-E-S-O-N. Mason. Uh, he is an indie blues folk artist from Chesapeake Bay, Maryland. So uh, Mason actually learned drums and guitar at a young age and began touring as part of his father's prison ministry. So he toured with his father to prisons and spread the gospel, and he was playing in the band uh, that did that as well. Interesting. He says the experience of performing at prisons and other dark corners of society made a lasting impression and helped him hone his sound. Um, he signed with uh, Neon Gold Records back in 2016. He had his first headlining tour that same year, presented by the Communion Organization, which is actually from Ben Lovett. Cole, you know who Ben Lovett is? One of your favorite bands. You and Nick's favorite bands. Really? Yeah, Ben Lovett is the, uh, uh, he plays the keyboards. He's also one of the vocalists from Mumford & Sons. Oh. Found this guy. Uh, according to Matt Mason, this is what he has to say about this particular song. Cringe is about being pushed away by the people you care about because of the lifestyle you live. I lived pretty rough for a while, and some of the people I cared about would rather tell me how wrong I was rather than ask how I'm doing. And that's what this song is about. Like, if you listen to this part right here... He starts like kind of just screaming, does it make you cringe? It's pretty badass. It's a great song. That's nice. Um, his first LP comes out. There it is. It's pretty badass song. Um, his first LP comes out April 5th. So he's had an EP so far and released a few singles, but his first actual album comes out next month. Uh, it's called Bank on the Funeral. Uh, he's on a U.S. tour right now promoting that album. MattMason.com. If you get a chance to go see him, I'm sure he's pretty damn good. Uh, again, his last name is spelled M-A-E-S-O-N, Matt, M-A-T-T, MattMason.com. Any experiences in the L.A. area? Um, probably. Um, I just Look, saw that he was in the U.S., but I was kind of in a hurry when I was putting this together about him. So, no, That's good. <laughs> but that is it. And now we get on to uh, something we teased a little bit uh, last week. Ooh, I'm excited about this. As it were. And now, a very special announcement from the office of the Booze League Commissioner. My fellow pros. <laughs> we do have a very special announcement here uh, on Draft 52. I feel like I should have some music playing behind this, but... Uh, and no, Sandro, it's not going to be the 70s music. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I know. I know you really yeah, wanted that, okay. but uh, not going to happen. No, we need some like... <laughs> <laughs> some horns like or something. Right? <laughs> Just some guy in a trumpet. Um, mark your calendars now for April 13th. It is a Saturday, obviously, in April. You go back four years ago, sitting around a campfire with T. Roy Hamilton, the vice commissioner of the Booze League. The Booze League was created. Three sheets to the wind, your humble commissioner here, got on GoDaddy, sitting next to a campfire uh, while drunk with 40 of uh, his closest friends. And 40 ounces of his closest friends? <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was kind of a 40-40 kind of thing. Uh, and hopped on and bought BoozeLeague.com, and off we went. So we are having a party to celebrate the fact it has now been four years of BoozeLeague and to celebrate some of the yeah. recent successes that we have had. So... April 13th in Westlake Village at Five Threads Brewing Company, which is an amazing brewery. If you, it's the first place that we had our live. Uh, it's where I met Otter before nice. before the podcast, uh, Boozecast even started. A lot of firsts there with Five Threads, so we're going to have our first anniversary party there as well. We're going to start around noonish. Uh, bands, probably three bands, a live DJ. Uh, food's coming in. We're going to have new swag. And we're even bringing in the Booze League bombshell all the way from Texas. Hello. It's coming all the way out as well. So this is going to be a big deal. We're going to do some giveaways. As many of you know, we are the title sponsor for Surf and Suds. Surf and Suds is presented by Booze League this year. We'll be giving away four pairs 
of VIP tickets. What? For our fourth anniversary. And that That's will include huge. a swag That's pack as well. really exciting. Damn, son. So come on out. The more beer you buy, the more chances you have win- you have to win to go. Uh, That's a win-win right there. For free to Surf and Suds in Ventura, May 18th. And it is a good time. Yeah. Surf and Suds is great. It is one of the best beer festivals you can go to. They do it very, very well, and all the, the beer is legit. Also, talking to Tim, the head brewer and owner and guy, the uh, five threads of five threads, as it were, um, they are brewing a special beer for us. So we'll have a special Booze League beer on tap. That's I epic. can't wait. I don't know exactly what it is, but we're pushing for a Big Dick Nick burly wine, as it were. <laughs> Big Dick Nick. <laughs> So uh, mark down your calendars, April 13th. Uh, come party with us at Five Threads Brewing. We will be doing a pre-sale uh, ticket kind of thing where you get a special commemorative glass, uh, swag, and also a couple free beers on us uh, if you do a pre-sale kind of thing. So uh, we'll have more information up on it on the website here soon, uh, probably in the next week or so. Sweet. You can buy tickets there. And, cool. um, I'm sure there'll be links in the social too, right? 100%. You, in fact, you're, you're going to get tired of seeing about it. But, yeah. um, <laughs> Perfect. We can have links in our bio, too, on the grams. At, on go. the gram, on the grams, on the Twitters mm-hmm. as well. So, anyways, uh, so that is our very special announcement. Uh, tune in to us on uh, Facebook.com. Uh, and uh, Twitter and Instagram if you want more That is a hell of an announcement there. I'm really excited. Come celebrate with us, everybody. Uh, can't wait to meet you all. Um, come on out. We'll give you some free stuff and have a great time. Huh. It's time to go pro with your bad habit. Everybody! Booze League Radio. So, Coley, how was your week? My week has been a little crazy because I am... Um, Going out next week for uh, semi-invasive surgery, but I'll be okay, everybody. No worries. I just need about a week or two to recover. Everyone raise a toast to Coley tonight. Please do, because I won't, some love. won't be drinking for like a couple weeks, which is really sad. I think you're going in to get the cobwebs cleared out of your box, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. Also known as fibroids, <laughs> but sure, sure, sure. Um, so, yes, just a pretty invasive, but getting the fibroids out so I will feel much better. Um, so, I've been kind of training someone to take over for me at work even though I'm literally going to be on like seven days I do a lot of stuff and I need someone to kind of take that over for me and I'm still checking out a laptop while I'm recovering because I don't have a good work home life balance I guess don't you have a a Mac or something yeah but we have so much uh, PII personal identifiable information and private information I have to check out a work yeah, for the record, today is the first day I've ever heard that acronym. Yeah, yeah, I figured I'd have to explain P-I-I. it because not. So, um, it's just been a little stressful, kind of training someone to do stuff I've done for almost seven years. So that's kind of hard. Yeah, you know. So it's just been it's been a little crazy, but. Had a great weekend, saw Banana Hammock Steve-O and his lovely wife, <laughs> Melissa, two nights in a row, <laughs> no less. <laughs> Went out for some sushi, and I got my birthday boot at Fig, thanks to Otter. Again, well no, done, Otter. I don't know what Otter. you're talking about. Well done, Otter. Only one time. I don't know what your photographic proofer didn't happen. I only have photographic <laughs> proof of one time. True story. And, uh... Yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it. Sandra, how was your week? That was pretty good. Um, shoot, we uh, ended up at the old bottle and pine again, right? That was like the I swear to God, dude. Was that the picture of Pablo and uh, Darby yeah, circa 1982? Okay, yeah. I was like, oh yeah. my God. The commish, uh, Sancho and Darby were hitting the collection there. You know, if uh, we get up there one more time, they're going to need to put little plaques on the back of the seats uh, for us. Just so they know. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it was for a special occasion. We had a, a really fun Firestone event there with Paraba Java, Walker's Cuvee. Um, Serious heavy the, hitters the on Mole the list, Merkin, uh, Anniversary. How's yeah, the Mole it's, Merkin? It's great. If you like that, you know, if that's up your alley, then you're into it for I sure. I don't know how much I'm into Mole, yeah. Mole, Mole. Yeah, it's tasty. <laughs> I like it. I'm a fan. Mole, Mole, Mole. I'd like to try it. Yeah, I mean, you can get a little poor there, which is cool. You know, you don't have to invest in a whole whole grande one but uh i don't know we had a great time uh played some you know some card games and uh yeah you know just generally had a great time of course hit up the links um on sunday played a golf tournament with the bottle and pint golf club 
which is something new for me. And it's super fun. I met a bunch of new people that I never met before or played with and uh, had a great time. It was Very awesome. Cool. Yeah, and then works work, so just cruising right along. Bam. Yep. What about you, Kamish? Well, um, last week we had uh, our IT guy back in town and everyone's stressed out trying to get this shit done. I'm not going to bore you guys with the details. Like too late. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I met up with, uh, took Darby out. It was a daddy daughter day on Saturday and um, took Darby out. Ended up uh, chilling out with Sandro at Lazy Dog. I got Darby uh, some. You know what's funny? But every time I go to Lazy Dog, <laughs> Darby eats more healthy than I do. Yeah. She, she had like, like a boiled chicken breast. She had chicken, rice. brown rice, and we're yeah. eating like corn dog sticks hush or something. Hush, hush puppies, puppies and corn dogs <laughs> and beer. Get it, like, right? Do they even, <laughs> oh my God. Hush such puppies. A Lazy Dog. Corn yeah, dogs. Yeah. Hush puppies. Yeah. Come on. Do they really have corn dogs there? Hell, on a yeah. stick. Yeah. Really? They're so good. Like I'm not going to lie. No, they're just little appetizers. Yeah, little little yeah. tapas. Is yeah, it totally. Really? Yeah. I go there for lunch like all they're the time good. with my work. They come in a little doggy bag. No, wah, I'm just, I'm just kidding. They do not. <laughs> well, that's fun. Yeah. So Darby was like Darby around the town. Yeah, Darby was all... Well, you know, like I've been trying to get her out more because I feel bad. It's been raining. She's been stuck inside. She's, she's chewing on stuff like wires from the podcast. So I feel like maybe it's time like I got her out a little more. Yeah. A little more stimulus. She was more. really good. I mean, up until the, like, later in the night when the DJ started getting the low frequencies. Yeah, you know wasn't I mean? a fan like, of the DJ. It was like, but well, the but mid- that was later, though. She was really good chilling with us. Oh, man. Yeah. She, she was a friend with everybody. Everybody oh, but yeah. me. She's always laying on people. She's laying on their feet, like laying on the ground. And I'm like, Dude, look, I get a little love. <laughs> well, no. A little help there? That's not how well, it works. Uh, Sunday, actually, we recorded. Uh, we're going to start doing a new feature on boozeleague.com, which is a drink of the month. And one of our contributors, Blake, um, actually figured out a few things uh, and wrote an article about the chemical composition at the center of the universe, which, fun fact. You know, hey, fun fact. Fun fact. Why don't we do a little fun about fact, shall we? According to scientists, the chemical composition at the center of the universe, if you were to taste it, would taste of rum and raspberries. <laughs> I love that. So our contributor Blake, who's uh, written a lot of really, really good articles for us, um, actually wrote an article about that. And our new mixologist that we have on board, Sarah, who also works at the Amendment Speakeasy, mm made a drink of rum and raspberries that has like glitter in it like it's a fantastic drink you're just shitting sparkles um i i would i don't know i assume you're you're it's unicorn unicorn poop (laughs) so yeah so you come out you're like hey whoa whoa open a window sparkles how about that whoa that would be cool there's so much glitter in this bathroom man turn on a fan oh my god um but uh no so she made a drink of rum and raspberry so we actually did did the whole video set up for Booze League TV and recorded it. Yeah. We're going to start doing this once a month. We'll have a new drink of the month. We teach everyone how to do it. So we, that was that. And then I had the most amazing uh, buffalo wings or just wings I'd ever had because. Wangs. Wangs. From where? Uh, not wangs. <laughs> not wangs. <laughs> yeah, no. Big wangs. Because <laughs> uh, uh, the Amendment Speakeasy is behind the, the faux restaurant. Mm, and Basil so they were, they mm. were Asian, like deep fried, mm. covered. In, oh, my God. They were so freaking amazing. Delicious. So I didn't know they yeah, even very, made very delicious. Like wings. Yeah. It's, delicious. it's actually on the secret menu. Their they banh mi is insane. Yeah. But I'm going to have to get those next time. Ooh, banh mi. Yeah, well, you have to talk to uh, Dan. if you Dan want the those. man. Yeah. Shout out to Dan the man. Yeah, you have to talk to Dan about that. So. So, um, yeah, and that was uh, that was my week. So all in all, pretty damn good. That is really exciting. You know what's interesting is that Dan the Man and my boss Scotty were friends like back in like the like eighties. Like really? they worked together at like a bar in Redondo Beach and like would party and stuff. I saw a picture of him actually today, and when he was like in his like early twenties, super rando, huh? Well, although and it's random because it's down in Redondo Beach. I mean, yeah. that's hours away from here. Totally. That's crazy, for mm-hmm. sure. That's fine. Small freaking world. That's what I'm saying. Guys, are you uh, ready for a little uh, little news? Oh, yeah. Spanning the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze to, this is the Booze Line News. KBCE, Booze League Radio. All right, our first one... Um, 
I can't, I just have to get out of the way because I've seen it all over my news feed, so I might as well put it out there and tell the story about it. Natterday season is here. Natty Light has a new addition to its lineup of beers. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I had no idea. Over what. Here, like, I was like, is he making up words? Like, like, we're like are you, is he drunk? Did he just say Hey, just, you know what? Hey, buckle up, Buttercup. The whole I, I the whole thinking, press release had weird shit like that. I was that. thinking it was maybe something for the Mormons. He okay. meant to say Latter Day. Yeah, no, you know, cool, I was man. like, I'm into it. But that makes a lot dude, of sense what you're saying. All I'm gonna say is, based on who made it, it's gonna be the Natter Day Aints. Uh, uh, Natter Day Taints. <laughs> I probably tastes like an abortion clinic in Iceland. Uh, so Nat- Natter Day season is actually look a lot of this came from the press release from this sure. company. Sure, so there's sure. a and part of the reason why I did this story is that they're so over the top on this bullshit the here. Press and, and just we're released gonna, it everywhere. Well, they released it. Yes, <laughs> they released it everywhere. Spider Man, big testicles. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is, there was a no. You know what? Never mind. Yeah, uh, all right. That's I'm another story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> so on to that Natter Day, then. Yeah. Shall we? So Natty Light has a new addition to its lineup: uh, Natter Day Strawberry Lemonade Beer. It is, and here's how they describe. Wait, so do I throw up now or throw up later? <laughs> Disgusting. Wait, wait, wait till. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's pretty damn funny. Wow. Here's how they describe it: It is a sessionable light lager. It's hard to even read without laughing. A sessionable light lager brewed with phenomenal strawberry lemonade flavor. It just tastes like something that would be a product for the Gypsy Curse. <laughs> so according to... Fernet uh, Franck or whatever. Oh, hey, don't be hating on my Fernetskis. I'm not, I'm Love not. that stuff. Uh, this is what Daniel Blake, director of value brands at Anheuser-Busch. But scratcher! Um, I love that it's like value brands. Natty Light is... A value well, it's brand. It's definitely a value brand. Yeah. Yep. If you can afford it in college, it's an industry term. It's a value brand. But well, here's what's funny. So he's the director of value brands, and they're like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And then they describe it like this We design Natter Days with all day refreshment. In- oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to come back. Might as well. Because <laughs> this, is, this is how deep they go on this. It's like ridiculous. We design Natter Days with all-day refreshment in mind. We're excited to introduce a light beer to the market with a refreshing strawberry lemonade flavor that will get people to rethink their drink of choice. <laughs> Make me rethink drinking. Kiss my ass. <laughs> I'm going to wake right? up like I'm dead tomorrow if I drink that. Uh, you know? hey, turns out I'm Mormon. I'm not oh drinking again. Thanks. Uh, they released it this week. Anheuser-Busch is uh, hoping to take advantage of uh, the spring bake break dilly season. Dilly. Spring bake. Yeah, the spring me. bake hey, season. Bro. <laughs> spring bake. Hey, you want to get high? <laughs> Duh. Um, they actually even hired, uh, you know who Pat McAfee is? I should, but I don't. He's uh, a retired NFL punter. <laughs> Laces out. <laughs> Jeez. Lose or well, I learned something today. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they're like, wow, how can... Dude, can we get a quarterback? No. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot lower. Yeah, you, <laughs> you might be reaching a bit. He probably wasn't the first pick on the chalkboard. I'm going to guess no. no. <laughs> like, you know, even guess like. Guess what, guys? Even, <laughs> How about no? <laughs> How about no? <laughs> and even like Peyton Manning, right? Who's like, who will do almost anything. Anything. Um, probably said no. <laughs> wow. So anyways, uh, Pat McAfee says, uh, I could not be more excited to be a part of this campaign. It tastes phenomenal, and it's literally all about creating epic stories with your buddies. See, there's that word again, phenomenal. I don't think they understand what that means. I don't know. <laughs> you keep using that word. I do not think that word means what you think it means. You know we have to find a can of this, and we all have to muster through it. I'm, I, I, um, I'm down. I mean, I'll try it out for science. For you guys out there yeah. in, in the booze land, you know it's what I mean? I'll, I'll try it and let you know what, it, what's And if those of you story. out here have already tried it, uh, we want some yeah, reviews. Let me know, dude. At we my, want a review. Yeah. Send us some videos of it. That'd be oh, sick. And oh, emails. Right. Yeah, anything. that would my, be awesome. My box still has cobwebs. And look, I'll, I'm going to throw this out there. I will give free swag yeah. to a group of guys <laughs> that get out there. Because look, all about creating epic stories with your buddies. Can you imagine like Two a group dudes, of dudes one day. cruising around with oh, their natter days? Natter day. Have you seen? I don't know if you've seen the cans. They have uh, pink flamingos all over them. They're like super 80s. Okay, honestly... 
I love, wow, this story I love flamingos, though. Yeah, I like flamingos. They're cool. But, like, wow, this story just, just keeps it's going. It's getting worse. I can't imagine oh, a, a group of dudes at a bar holding a can of this. Exactly my point about or what like, Pat McAfee had to say. Even at a pool party. <laughs> bro. Is it, you're floating in the pineapple raft too? Dude, is that what he doing? said it, no. bro. <laughs> like, no, no, like, they're over there in like dolphin shorts. They got like pop collars on oh their like Ralph gosh. Lauren polos oh, and like sipping on a natter day. But um, and natter day or natty light actually wants you to uh, double down on this. I I would like booze league to hijack some of this and send it to us instead. Yeah, yeah. But here's what uh, they say: Tell your natter day story. This is directly from the website. Our fans are social creatures. Okay. Who is it these days? Yeah, All who are, five? One, All who fucking five of them? Wait, your fans <laughs> actually have phones and know how to use them? What the hell? <laughs> um, our fans are social creatures who create epic stories whenever they flock together. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> lick, lick, lick wow. my balls. Okay. Natty is asking drinkers to tell us their Natterday story on social so we can all bask in the glory of as many legendary Natterday tales as possible. I'm, what you, I'm grabbing these. I'm getting a kiddie pool from Target or Walmart, and I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna drink them until I get like my stomach. I want to puke. What do you have, we'll what do you have to it. tag on there, like to get it out to Natterday or whatever? Uh, we're getting to that. Okay, it, gotcha. it's actually fairly. Because I'm gonna tag yeah. a like gonna me the next day flamingos. throwing up into the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna tag them on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, just epic dude, story. Just just <laughs> wait <laughs> wait for this next sentence because. If they go ahead, they won't do it, but it'd be pretty awesome if they did it for you. We're even going to cook up a few custom illustrations of some of the best stories we receive and hit you back at them with social. Hi, young fellas. We're going to hit you back on oh social. God. It sounds like my mom talking to me about her like new like, account. Me, it's, it's like hit me up, like, not hit me back. We're going to hit you oh back. Hit God. you down. I'm going to hit you somewhere. I don't know. Anyways, just make sure to tag us and include hashtag Natterdays. So and how do you spell that? Because I'm I would Natterdays. It's like Saturday with a lot more N. Oh, with the U N A T. The whole yeah, the whole Nat, thing. Like a Saturday, but Saturdays a with an N. See, I w- okay, cool. Yep. What I asked. You, yep. He was thinking N A T T E R. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know what like I was natter. thinking. But honestly, maybe Coley? K threw a silent K in there. <laughs> a a Natterday. <laughs> we sh- we should get we should <laughs> yeah. get a Boozley photo shoot of the most epic photo shoot, and we have pink flamingo like. In the pool, like you're saying, like let's I need a let's do it. With pink yeah. flamingos around it. And our goal, wow. our goal should be that might be our first sponsor. Nat- should be to get Natty Light to paint a picture of us all. <laughs> I'm kind of into that. That'd so, be kind of hilarious. Here's the thing. I'm in. The one thing is, in the picture that we take, the pool can't have water in it because I can't go in water after my surgery for two, like a pool, and for like two months. <laughs> You know what? It's kind of a buzzkill. So just you know, if for my hey. picture, or all of us just cram in and pretend there's water. We, you know what? Maybe we don't even need to be in a pool. We can figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Maybe yeah. we do it on a lawn with a shitload of flamingos, flamingos. and dolphin shorts. Uh, and dolphin. <gasps> gotcha. Oh, we can go super eighties with it. Pop collars and like Ray Bans and oh my god, feathered hair. Cole, you definitely need some uh, shoulder pads. We can crimp Coley's hair. We can all be on coke. Can't I just wear like <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, that was like the world's oh longest but most interesting and comical uh, news story ever. Yeah, that was a good one. I really, there was well, a lot thank of commentary. You, Light. I didn't, I didn't want to do it, but goddamn, I just had it. I'm like, uh, the more I read it, I'm like, fuck, I gotta, I'm get, going I gotta to, get this I'm out. I'm going to seek this out. Well, there we go. Our next one comes from Delaware. Dogfish Head Brewing is collaborating with the Grateful Dead on Record Store Day by bringing back the American beauty, Pale Ale. On weed. Uh, this particular one actually, uh, is, it's already been released and they're bringing it back. It's got a 3.71, uh, on untapped and a 6.5% on the ABV. Alcohol. 6.5 is uh, a reference to the year the Grateful Dead were formed, which is 1965. Oh. So April 13th is record store day. So make sure to stop by there before you come and uh, I was gonna see say, us. That's our anniversary party day. Though. Yeah. So yeah. more impressive. Yeah, it's just a cross country flight from Vermont to, you know, Thousand Oaks. No biggie. <laughs> well, record good. store day is national. So, yeah, I mean, it's gotcha. like, uh, um, Amoeba. Yeah. Amoeba does it. Um, yeah. Record store day is national, but dogfish head says their official brewery of uh record store day. I don't know how you get that title, but they do. Um, you remember last year they did the Flaming Lips collab, Dragons and the Yum Yums, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty good. And they actually uh, produced a vinyl that had a little bit of that pink beer in it hmm. as well. What? That's crazy. 
Yeah, that was great. I forgot we had we weren't all of us weren't doing the booze cast at that point, yeah, yeah. but we did a story on it. Anyways, great story, mm, <laughs> super interesting. Thanks. <laughs> lick, lick, lick my balls. Um, yeah, and where am I? Okay, so they'll also be releasing a limited edition ten track vinyl called Sage and Spirit. It features a handpicked collection of Grateful Dead melodies curated by the band's audiovisual archivist and legacy manager, and I'm going to guess he smokes a lot of weed. On weed? Here's what uh, Sam uh, Calagione, hey, of, uh, who is Dogfish Head's uh, CEO and founder, has to say. The enjoyment of a beautiful beer alongside an amazing album is an exponentially awesome experience, and we at Dogfish take every opportunity we can to... to Easy for me to say, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and we at Dogfish take every opportunity we can get, there it is, to weave together the art of brewing and the love of music. Jesus Christ. Speech is hard. It, boy. <laughs> but uh, if you want to find out more about this, dogfish.com and also recordstoreday.com will show you the participating uh, stores and locations. Last year for Dragon and the Yum Yums, I ended up in um, Santa Cruz. Uh, no, Monterey. I was up in Monterey, and there's a super sweet little craft beer bar up there. Uh, I don't remember the name off the top of my head. I'll post a link to it, though. But they had, I walked in, I didn't realize it was record store day. They had one of the local record stores with giant speakers and a huge turntable like setup and everything else. And they like, yeah. place was packed. I'm like, what the, what the hell's going on? A good day. <laughs> can, can a brother find a place to sit? <laughs> Ended up there all night because they were playing great music. And they had, and like, Dogfish Head, they had 120, 60, 90. They had, all the dogfish head stuff on yum yum and the dragons or whatever. So, well, anyway, sounds like a great time. It was a very good time. So I definitely recommend that place. So now we have a quick update to the controversy. Um, oh, that we talked Super about uh, at Moe's, as it were. Now, call you. You just have to deal with it. Okay. Dealing. <laughs> this is my dealing face for all of you that can't see it. <laughs> it's a nice dealing face. So, um. As you can imagine, uh, the 2000 Super Bo- 2019 Super Bowl commercial where Bud Light basically bagged on anyone that uses corn syrup, which is a very common uh, ingredient to use, uh, got a lot of they got a lot of flack for it. But here's the problem. Um, let's see. Molson Coors, along with Constellation Brands and Heineken, along with Anheuser-Busch, had plans in the works to collaborate on an industry-wide, non-brand-specific campaign to... Yeah, I'm burping over here to turn uh, prospective consumers attention away from wine and spirits competition from those categories, along with cannabis and sobriety, which I don't know who's doing that okay. um, are, are eating into beer sales. But sobriety, yeah, stupid <laughs> they're sobriety. like those fucking sober people eating into beer sales. Look, I mean, like, really? Why these would guys? you even say that? I would leave sobriety out. Cool. Cannabis, whatever. Like, maybe it is. But leave, leave the sober people out of it. They're I've, just digging themselves a deeper hole. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I mean, that's a thing. I don't know. That's kind of weird to me. But anyways. Um, but because of the beer scandal, the controversy that we have been talking about, Miller Coors has pulled out of the meeting that was scheduled for all the mega brewers, which is happening next month. Miller Coors' Pete Marino says... The initiative is now a waste of time and money. The dominant industry leader is spending millions of dollars demonizing beer ingredients. Wow. Which, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that because, I mean, it was kind of like, um, you know, with Anheuser-Busch doing what they did. I mean, everyone, you like, not everyone, but yeah, it's fairly common. Hey, you know, I mean, I try to avoid corn syrup as much as possible, but the reality is that the corn belt in the United States, like that's their bread and butter is making corn syrup. So they're kind of going after a huge demographic of probably blue collar workers that drink. It's really interesting. I don't know. You know well, what I mean? Well, like, and the corn syrup they use in beer is different than the high fructose yeah, corn really syrup is. that's bad. And they use so rice. So it's a weird thing. Uh, which yeah, is rice? also like, yeah, like, come on. It's just a, yeah. it's just a different colored corn. Yeah. A little bit skinnier, too. <laughs> yeah. <I found. laughs> you don't have to take it off the cob. So um, part of the problem, one of the reasons why they're actually getting together to, to, make, to do this brand campaign is over the last 20 years, uh, beer's share of the U.S. alcohol market dropped from 56% to 45.5%, which doesn't sound like a lot until you take into account all those percentage points, how much Budweiser, Coors, like it's billions of dollars. a whole lot. Uh, spirits increased from 282 to 37.3, which is a huge jump. Yep. 
And wine went from 15.8 to 17.2, which is, for wine, I mean, that's, a, that's a very particular... Mm-hmm. Dude, welcome thing, to my so. life. I mean, I know I'm in the craft beer sector, but we feel it too. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Millennials yeah. want to drink like liquor and get fucked up fast. People I mean. are diversifying their booze yeah. these days, which is why we're booze league and not beer league. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Millicore says by demonizing the brands, Bud Light is harming the beer category overall, notably because many brewers use corn syrup in their recipes. Corn syrup uh, damning campaign, which also appears on billboards. So they're they're going deep. They're like, hey, not only the commercial, we're doing billboards as well. Um, they say that that threatens to single-handedly set back the health of our category for a long time. Personally, just as a business guy, I can't disagree with that. Because yeah. basically, you're, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot saying, oh, well, these things that are used in all beer sucks. Well, hey, asshole, you make beer. Yeah. So what are we talking about here? So, and you blame sober people for <laughs> yeah. in your beer Yeah, right. They, they drop that in there just, just a little bit. So anyways, That's well... That uh, has been uh, the news. And that's the way the news goes. So uh, we um, have uh, finished our Booze Brothers. Which was delicious. And you can yeah. you can tell from the last <laughs> last bit of news how that went. Uh, that we have, <laughs> we're filling all that 8.4%. <laughs> Alcohol. And then I got a, like a stern, you're going to deal with it, Coley, from the commish about getting us. Yeah, Coley tried to bow out of uh, what we're getting ready to do next. <laughs> But we actually had to go to the Beermatic 5000, which actually has a new beer in it. So. So our second beer of the day is actually one from Sandro's company. Hello. Easy Jack. Four point, uh, it's four point nothing. Four percent ABV. They just, they just changed that, so you know. Right, it was like what four point two. That was four five. It was four five. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so I think the one that we have here in the in the actual in the beer matic is four five. I would guess uh, on the alcohol scale. I really made it go down a little. Yeah, you can't even taste. But yes, it went down a little. <laughs> it went down a little. And it's only one hundred and twenty calories now, so it's like Coors Light really? or something. Really? Yeah, it's a Coors Light of uh, of craft beers. Oh now. god, it's way more tasty. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I can get. I mean, I I always loved Easy Jack. You got me a sign from there actually nice. like a long time ago. You know, that's because I'm looking out for the wine. Easy Jack right. is one of my favorite beers and it's a great festival beer um you know it doesn't do all that great performance wise at the bars around here but um dude you're out on a hot day at a festival and that beer's pouring whoo nice that's great you can continue to drink and then continue to drink as it were and then after that festival here's what uh firestone has to say about this particular beer matt brindelson went to the mountain (laughs) whoa and returned with a vision for a different kind of session ipa they're they're going a little a little high there aren't they i mean oh yeah (laughs) You come down with like commandments and all that. Not oh, as high no. as Natter Day. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Um, one that would be brewed and dry hopped with a globe trotting selection of new hop varieties from Europe, New Zealand, and North America. He foresaw a beer that would deliver massive hop aromas, a signature malt balance, and an empty glass before you knew what hit you, which won't be much because it's only like 4%. Yep. Alcohol. I love this. This is a, one of my favorite beers. It's got that Easy Jack is so freaking good. Mandarina hops. It gives it a nice orangey kind of flavor. I was gonna say like a mandarin. So good. Yeah, that's a, that's okay. Okay. like a mandarin. Okay. Do you guys like cuties? The, you know the little oh, I love oranges. Them. They're amazing. No. All right. Oh, okay. Well, sprouts. Well, you know me. I don't I'm, really you, eat. You hate everything yeah. that comes from a vine or a tree or, or out or of the ground bush. generally. <laughs> bush. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was at Sprouts, and they had uh, cuties on sale for like a dollar ninety eight a bag. Mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of groceries there this weekend and there were people behind me and they were already like ringing me up, bagging my groceries. And I saw that my cuties and I do finger quotes were like halfway on theirs, halfway on mine, like over the divider. <laughs> and I went, oh, dear, my cuties. I'm so sorry. Yeah, these are mine. Well, I get home and I take cuties out of the big bag and I put them on the counter. I'm doing something else. And I look back in the bag and I'm like. There's a fucking another bag of cuties in there. And I was like, what? I thought I just took them out. I, I peer over the bag and the cuties are there. And I had two cuties. I bought the people behind these cuties. <laughs> it was theirs that were actually creeping on my side, not mine that were creeping on theirs. That's a huge bitch. I know. They probably got home. Where the hell are my cuties? They're like, that's it. No, it causes a fight. They're like, Mildred, I thought you were going to some goddamn cuties. <laughs> Can you imagine? Jesus Christ. That was my week, actually. I should have added that in. That's my week. I am a that's cuties thief. Funny. I mean, That's a huge bitch. And I say thief, I paid for it twice. Yeah, yeah, I right? just stole 
someone else's order. Stole yeah. their yeah. stole their happiness. Wow. <laughs> it is good though. I like um Ohio Pixies and Ohio Oranges though. If you ever have a chance to eat mm, those, I'll they're, try them. They're super good. Yummy. Speaking of those, um well, food in general, I guess. Mm. What what is your hey Wiley, what is your favorite food or favorite like restaurant to go to when you're hungover? Ooh, that's a good question. It's gonna be Mexican. Yeah. And it's probably gonna be a burrito of some sort. Okay. Do you have Even. like a top two restaurants you could give me possibly? Um Yolanda's is pretty good with their carne asada burrito. Okay. You know, you get like some chips and salsa, you get a little soup, you get like you come home stuffed, I'm in. Or some type of like Cisco's when Cisco's in Westlake was mm-hmm. open. Again, we're going back to Mexican food. But um Champagne Brunch mm. does a whole lot. Does a lot of good. It welcomes back, Buzz. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Real quick. That's real like our quick. thing. We'd go there. Welcome back, Buzz. Welcome <laughs> back. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's the reason why I actually pulled this out. Because every time you say welcome back, I hear welcome back. That's it. What about <laughs> but, you? So no, just, so just real, sorry, just real yeah, quick. Sorry. The only other thing, aside from a restaurant, a hotel Bloody Mary will set uh, you right. A hotel yeah. Bloody Mary. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, if you're out somewhere, Hotel Bloody Mary will take care of you. Okay. See, I, I if I'm like really hungover, I'm not eating anything. Like, I'll I'll drink water until I could hold that down, and really? then I'll move on. You're not but, like get me to you no. like Taco Bell the night before, yeah. not in the morning. No, no, no. But okay, so but if well, we're not talking about death hangover. Yeah, like, but that's kind of how it gets for me. I'm either really like dying <laughs> or I'm not. And if you, I'm if I'm kind of <laughs> chilling and I'm like hungry and and feeling okay. Then I'll um, menudo. I'll, I'll do the menudo from Taqueria uh, Tapatitlan in Ventura. Oh my god! Oh my Love god! It. Pozole. Love it. Pozole. Oh I was gonna menudo. say the, I was gonna say the pozole. Is That's what. what I, like. Just nice and easy. Just and it makes me feel better. And then eventually I get into a beer. Like obviously I've I've done the the thing. You know, you drink a beer, you drink a Bloody Mary, this or that. And usually it doesn't end the best if I'm like super. I'm talking really hungover. Oh. You know, but okay. if I'm just kind of like cruising, where oh man, I had a lot of beers last night, but I feel good and yeah. like yeah, I'll have a beer or whatever. I don't know, you know, just to kind of take the edge off. Okay. Smoke a lot of weed. Okay. I can't overemphasize how oh, much weed I smoke. Yeah, and then I mean, yeah, that's 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 about. Okay, so you guys right like Mexican food and stuff. Yeah. All right, what about you? Well, the heavy shit. Me? Oh God. Okay, so I'm like Wiley. I love like pozole, mm-hmm. like a, a good like Mexican soup in the morning is great. Um, there are times though I want Jack in the Box more than anything. <laughs> a sourdough breakfast sandwich, no ham. Hash go. browns, extra ketchup. No, there you you're go. so specific. specific. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Sourdough, and it's like not even on the menu. It's something that was on the menu like 15 freaking years ago, and I'm just like, no, sourdough breakfast sandwich, no ham. So um, I found like a poll, I guess, online, and it people it polled people, and they give you the top <laughs> 20 uh, best places to eat when you're hungover. The first one is the Waffle House. So that's like a southern chain. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I think the headquarters are in Georgia. I looked it up. Mm, I love I waffles. don't think I've ever eaten at the Waffle House. Have any of you guys ever? I've eaten at Roscoe's it... Chicken and Waffles. Oh, me is too. There, is there a Waffle House even local to Southern California? Oh, I don't know. I didn't look no. that up. I just looked at the headquarters and they yeah. said that they had Maybe uh, on your travels. about 50, I think 51 yeah. locations nationwide, mainly in the south is what it said. If you guys have had it, have you guys have had Waffle House? Let us know. Tweet us out and let us know what the best thing there is for a hangover. Probably a waffle. <laughs> See if they have chicken Being that and waffles. Being it is Waffle House, right? I mean, if it's in your name, it better be good. <laughs> right? I, I feel like I may have been to one in Denver when I was there. Do you have an omelet? A Denver omelet, actually. <laughs> Extra bell peppers. That John Denver's full of shit, man. Uh, number two ranked IHOP, which Wiley uh, and I have eaten at. And I'll throw up we've eaten at it drunk. Yeah. And yeah. we've eaten at it hungover. And that place drunk is I could di- stomach no it was worse drunk than hungover oh, that place God. is gross yeah that place is I'm, I'm not really in to it's be honest bad. with you it's like you're being picked on in the fifth grade pretty much yeah. number three taco bell so there's your mm. mexican but it's a fast food i'm chain. never against taco bell no I, i'll eat taco bell usually i'm telling you guys i had not eaten taco bell in over 10 years and i ate it with you Whoa. i had a bean and cheese burrito that night wait wait this last time that we all got drunk after after our moe's mm-hmm. podcast was the first time in 10 years oh, wow. you'd had Taco Bell? Damn. November of 2008 Pop was the last taco, time I ate Taco, taco Bell. Bell. I had a cheesy gordita crunch that 
change, me in the change bathroom your world. For days, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I don't veer. I don't veer far off of like the taco burrito. That's the bean. That's well, it. cheesy that's gordita crunches were like my favorite thing. See, I don't, I don't do that. And I was like, oh Nick, we were coming out of the desert. We're in Mojave. Oh Nick, please, please, there's Taco Bell right there. He's like, you're gonna regret it. I I regretted it. Yeah. Really? Ten yeah. ten and a half years of regret. <laughs> Back to business. Number four, Denny's. Denny's is. Yeah. W- I think Denny's should be number two over IHOP. By yeah, the way. I agreed. Yeah, I, I'd say that Denny's better than IHOP. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number five is In and Out Burger. Okay. Number six, Five Guys. Okay. What Num- is that? A porno? <laughs> <laughs> five Guys, fries and burger. Oh my god. <laughs> number seven is Wendy's. Number eight is White Castle, which is more on the East Coast. Yeah, and why, I think yeah. in like Las Vegas. Oh, I heard, yeah, shit. I heard this one in Vegas. Yeah. I'm bummed I didn't go there. Why's the like, castle got to be white? <laughs> don't ask me. Uh, number nine, my all-time favorite, Jacques Lebeau, Jack in the Box. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> Jacques Lebeau. On your way to Target? <laughs> yeah. You're so high class. I thought you were going to say Tarzana. I'm like waiting for it. I'm like, oh, I Tarzana. thought that too. <laughs> On your way to Tarzana? Sure. Yes, my um, sourdough breakfast sandwich. That's, that's the uh, the one that has like uh, the Jack in the Box head with like a little goatee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, no, he has the Jacques Le He's wearing um, a beret. Um, and a there monocle. A little beret. <laughs> a monocle. Number 10 is Carl's Jr. Okay. Number 11 is Burger King. Number 12 is Whataburger, which also I don't think there's any locations in mm. by us at least in socal i feel like i've seen one out there somewhere but like it was not probably not I've like, heard it was not in a good place is incredible mm. really their ketchup yeah. is like different or something really good if you we, yeah. if there's any listeners, i know they're tomatoes. prominent in texas and i know our, yeah. our bombshell is from texas maybe oh. she could drive us out some hello yes. <laughs> yeah we'll, have to, we'll have to ask her about it she's or out. just at least get some commentary some feedback yeah, commentary on whataburger i will say that their their naming scheme is as bad as mcdonald's Cause it's not it's what a burger. If you get the fish, it's what a fish, what a chicken. Like what like McChicken McFish. Yep, no, it's, it's basically the, it's the exact same naming Mac. scheme as uh, freaking McDonald's. <laughs> I, don't need have, I don't need fast food. I'm telling you, literally, like <laughs> the Jacques Mac. LeBeau is as far as I go, and it's a breakfast sandwich. Buy a dog a bone. That's awesome. Number thirteen is Cracker Barrel. So a friend of mine just sent me pictures um, yesterday. She was on the road to see Muse. Mm-hmm. Which I'm super jealous about. I know you love, as Nick calls, the muse. I am very uh, big fan of the muse. But um, she sent me like four or five pictures. And she's like, oh my God. And they're all of just her standing outside Cracker Barrel. I'm like, a, is, am I missing something here? Like, is, is it that I, amazing? Uh, no. I don't, I don't. Have you had it? No, but I, I'm not like, whoa, got to do that. <laughs> you know, like. I, I get scared have, of like when I hear Cracker Barrel and I'm this dark, dude, I'm not going in there. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, underneath the logo, why the barrel got to be a cracker? It says Cracker no. Barrel Old Country Store. So yeah, yeah no, you thanks. really should not yeah, go I'm good. in there. No, and they do like, uh, like, uh, in fact, they actually just opened one in Santa Maria up the coast from us here at the Boozley headquarters. Really? And on a random, and I happened to be passing through last Tuesday. On a random Tuesday, there was a line out the door for Cracker Barrel. People were so excited for Cracker Barrel. It's wow. like a thing. So, I'm telling you, no, no. Excuse me. No, I'm burping over here. <laughs> Suck on that. <laughs> Rated number 14 was Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen. Love that chicken from Popeye's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, number 15. Oh, uh, B Dub. Right, right. I'm, I'm yeah. in for B Dub yeah. at all times. Yep, yeah, me too. 16, Chipotle. Chipotle. Yep, love Chipotle. Uh, 17, Sonic Drive In. Well, I think we're getting one in Fillmore. I am so excited. Are you? I'm fired up. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I ate there in Colorado. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts is number 18. Number 19 is Subway. I would never want Subway hangover. Not one time. That would just, ugh, that would make my hangover worse. Never. And this one too, number 20 was Arby's. Oh, God, no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, especially hungover. I know. Oh, no. We have so the, gone, the no. last thing we want is like <laughs> no, seven no. pounds of roast beef sandwiches. No. How about no? <laughs> so that was the That's vote. Such a strong reaction. From Sorry. You. Sorry, all you Arby no. lovers out there. Hey, the, inter, the interweb there. voted this. Hey, all right, this is all the, the people's the on the interweb. It never lies either. There right? it is. No, so. it does not. <laughs> Believe everything you read oh, man. out there awesome. on the interwebs. All so right. everyone, uh, when you're hungover, yeah, 
Go visit these places. Go, go stand out. in line while you're hung over at Cracker yeah, Barrel. It's crazy, you know? <sighs> Booze League Radio. Dude, how do I get that as like my alarm clock instead of like the ding, 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 thing, you know what I mean? Just that in the morning when I'm waking up. I'd be Someone so inspired. I mean, up, I don't know. You'd yeah. sit up like the Undertaker and just start <laughs> just, like you straight up, up like, <laughs> start stretching. Your wife would be like, "Turn that shit off now." I don't think Shannon would be appreciated. <laughs> she sleeps in. That's fine. Fair enough. Okay, here we go. Um, you know this weather, Southern California. Not only is just Southern California, everywhere, Northern California, California, California. <laughs> It's been raining a lot, right? It's snowing a lot. It's yes, been a lot. And, the snowpack's uh, crazy. Yes, yeah, so I got a little story here about it. it's raining beer. Whoa. Yeah. Um, all right. So here in California, we've been getting a lot of rain, and it's good news for us beer lovers. Did you know that it uh, for every five drops of rain, it takes four of them to make beer? For every five drops of yeah. rain, it takes four drops to make exactly. beer. Exactly. Our, uh, our boss, uh, the bear uh, there's from Firestone Walker, they let us know. I mean, basically, it's it takes that's a lot. It takes That's a interesting. Lot. Yeah. It's, it definitely, um, it goes to show how vast, you know, we use we use water. It's so important. Uh, shit, I would imagine, you know, between all of us here in this room, these storms that just passed would probably tie us over for a, a few happy hours or so. <laughs> 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 I think we'd be all right. It's sprinkling uh, now. Yeah, it is. It's it's wet out there. So uh, beer's 90 to 95% water. Uh, That's it's what ex- she said. <laughs> it's extremely important to maintain proper production levels there at your favorite brewery, right? Mm-hmm. Rinsing the grains, processing the wort, and sanitizing the lines and... Actually, the sanitization part of it uh, takes up a majority of it. It's about 70% of your water production just goes into cleaning everything to make sure that you're getting, you know, pure product. I, I could see that. Yep. You know, you ever, like, visit the breweries and, like, you know, the brewery that's on the other side of the tap room and there's always, like, water going, they're always mm-hmm. cleaning and totally. flushing. For sure. Yeah, I read an interesting article about um, a guy who became a brewer and he's like, and the article was titled, oh, so you want to be a brewer? And the, and the thing was, yeah, it's not all just brewing beer and drinking it. Mainly no. it's cleaning. It's, it's a lot all of cleaning. freaking cleaning. And you know if yeah. it's not clean, like your batch will go awry real quick. Yeah. Like real fast, yeah. So breweries are getting real concerned with the recent drought that lasted for about five years and roughly spanned from 2012 to 2016. But, I mean, honestly, besides this rain that we've been getting, it's more like 2018. Like, it was dry last year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a legis- state legislation that passed in 2015 mandating um, that urban water use be cut about 25%. And, uh, you know, hence all that, like, dirty for the drought movement, like, help lazy people like me like get away with like having a dirty car driving around <laughs> i don't like washing my car <laughs> can, I, can i throw something in here real yeah, quick do it. um and i don't know if you guys were old enough to remember this because i'm you know i'm an old fart as it were diabetes um when i was younger like early 80s yeah we were in the middle of the drought it's a gnarly one and it was if it's yellow be metal if, or yeah. be metal yeah if it's yellow be mellow if it's brown let it drown and so like if you took a leak you had to just leave it yeah if you did the other you know the opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. you had to like flush yeah, they it. wanted yeah. like less flushes yeah, yeah less that, flushes now that i'm glad this drought did not get to that point because yeah. that was terrible well we got low flow toilets now though like that you, know, you know that's true so as well technology <laughs> yeah it, it used like half of the city's water supply every time <laughs> you flush no, i feel, I feel <laughs> like, like my, my grandparents and my mom were like practicers of that like it was like yeah well, yeah no yeah it it's cool to have like I think if you have a couple people in the house, but if you got a lot of people in the house, man, oh, you go in there, you're like, damn, dude, someone's gotta drink some water. <laughs> like, what's up, guys? Oh man. So okay, so these uh kind of regulations, as it might be, uh, left breweries having to think about new ways to reduce the amount of water used. Um, some of them. Using the latest technology here, uh, Ballast Point, San Diego, reduced its water in that period by more than 24%. Really? Yeah. Wow. Stone Brewery in San Diego as well recycles more than 62% of their water daily by reducing the need for fresh water in its brewing and production process, which <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. So, like, wow. so that's why I got to hang over when I just <laughs> Where's that, that come from? <laughs> uh, since 2007, Sierra Nevada up in Chico has reduced their water consumption per barrel of the beer by 25%. 
Um, Anderson Valley Brewing, which actually I really like Anderson Valley. They're mm-hmm. they're awesome. They're uh, that Amber Lager, the Boonville Lager, whatever they made. Oh, is yeah. so good. I like their, so yummy. Their blood orange goes. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Um, they've actually been awarded uh, the California Waste Reduction Awards multiple times, and is uh, their own wastewater treatment plant. And uh, the brewery pretty much uses all its wastewater for something, irrigating the surrounding 28 acres of the brewery grounds. Nice. Uh, Beer Republic or Bear Republic. <laughs> Beer. Uh, Beer Republic. That's what you did there. Bear Republic up in Cloverdale installed a membrane bioreactor. This is getting technical right here. Whoa. It allows uh, for a minimum of 50% of the water reuse, uh, resulting in an estimated 8.7 million gallons in saving water. That's Damn. insane. So they get smart, you know what I mean, which is really cool. Um, but it's crazy, like... That kind of shit costs money. So yeah. not it's money, it's planning. It, it's not like you can just go buy those systems. Like you have to be like, okay, we, we do this, we plan this. Yeah. So they're putting some real effort into mm-hmm. making this a green thing, which is great. So like you said, the, the quality of the water is so important, you know, and uh, some of the water districts basically were making the breweries get their water from other sources, uh, such as well water. Lagunitas told uh, NPR in an interview that they're nervous about the shortages requiring a switch from river water to well water which is packed with minerals and would pose like issues for brewing. It said, uh, quote, if uh, the county shifts us over to groundwater, we'd have to sacrifice our nice water supply, that unique signature clean Russian river water. Uh, basically, uh, if we go with the well water, we'd be like brewing with Alka-Seltzer. You know, here's, here's uh, what I'm going to say, though, about that, only because, you know, my family's company deals in water distribution mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. The, the water companies are so – the technology that they have – in in just in house, yeah. Because like, let's take here, like by the Booze League HQ, right? Sure. Uh, the water company here has to supply to farmers, to households, to whatever, and all of that is filtered in certain ways. Yeah. Have, like, if you go into the computer room, it's nothing but computer screens of of guys Monitor, adjusting yeah, this, totally changing this. So they they look at the pH, look at the alkaline, they look at literally everything. So if if let's say Lagunita says we need this, they're like. They there it is. It happen. They can make it happen. Wow. Water technology these days is insane. So that that's that's cool. Like uh, according to this guy named Jay Jaspers, he's the chief engineer uh, with the Sonoma County Water Agency. The local well water in general is palatable, um, but in some of the region's wells, uh, there are some taste and odor issues, and uh, you have like high nitrate concentrations in some places from agricultural industries, and they're like basically like releasing iron and magnesium. So probably mm. just takes a little bit more to counterbalance yeah, it's it. It's going to get but, more uh, expensive. Yeah. I'm, I like read that and I was like, yummy. <laughs> right? It's a hazy, bro. <laughs> oh, God. It's hazy from the start. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah. It's like an abortion <laughs> clinic in Iceland. After treating the water in its high minerals, only about 70% of the water comes out um, in a stable form here. Uh, the rest contains concentrated levels of undesired compounds and must be discarded. So, moreover... The, it's produced by, you know, reverse osmosis. Uh, it may be a little too pure, and they actually have to add minerals to it, which mm-hmm. Firestone does. Actually, they, they use reverse osmosis, mm-hmm. and it's great. Um, the water's actually really good. I got to try it. You're like, mm-hmm. whoa, this turns you off of water, like tap water forever. Or <laughs> right? any kind of, yeah. you're like, oh, my God. You've ruined <laughs> like, my life. Exactly. <laughs> I used, we, when we moved into our house, we had a reverse osmosis, like, big nice. tank It's good, filter, huh? And, oh, yeah. It was the most delicious water You drink ever. it, and you just feel so good afterwards. It's tasty. But, um, <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's funny because we, you know, we're trying to, to be green, and uh, we implemented some man-made ponds out in the seventy acres that the brewery had recently acquired. Uh, the thought was to reuse the water and eventually grow hops or other agricultural, you know, out there. Really cool. Well, after we filled up the ponds and the water in the earth started <laughs> to make some obnoxiously disgusting odors. Oh, <laughs> and womp. to say the least, the people of Paso Robles weren't too happy. <laughs> Why? Yeah, but you know, good old FW being the smart scientist types that they are, implemented some earth-friendly microbes that help aid up all the funk. And uh, any obnoxious smells coming from the brewery or only from the people burping after they take down a couple pints. Uh, uh. That's really cool. <laughs> Thank God for microbes. That's interesting. It right? depends. It depends on the uh, the the beer, you know, to give you the burps. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, we've gotten to the end. We went a little over an hour, which we normally don't do. Um, but here we are. So, that one news story that just took so long because we kept interjecting. That was a good one, though. You know what, though? Like, we had to get that out. We can't just let Natterdays fly on by (laughs) without, like, giving us some shit. Let's be honest. I'm shopping right now. 
No, we're going to get it. Like, I tried to get some on the way home. I just I couldn't do it before we had to record. So No worries. It didn't end up happening. But um, I feel like we've reached the end. You know what? Look, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to throw out one quick thing here because it took a long time to get it going. Sure, then we sure. had a super high uh, ABV. Alcohol. Yeah. Oh, you're looking I'm at looking the label. I'm looking at the image yeah. of the can. Wow. I'm sorry to interrupt. So no, no. I need. To, I just need to get this out because I feel like we've sure. been. This has been coming for a long time. When you start to pound some drugs <laughs> and you get a little buzz, you make mistakes, you slur your words, you can't control your tongue, and that is when you start to have a little fun. And maybe we're drunk. Maybe we're drunk. Maybe we're drunk. Just maybe. Yeah, that should have been played long ago, but. <laughs> That being said, now we are at the end of draft uh, 52. Yeah. Five deuce. You know what song this is? Ten listen. At the end of the draft with? No. Uh, uh, I know this song. Uh, I know. Here it comes. Here it comes. How do you not know this yet? I'm, I'm familiar with it. I can't tell you what it is right now, but I'm sure it's... This what, is just what for year you, did Sandra. It come out? 1982. I was born in 85. There's my excuse. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's no way you don't know this song, though. Oh, my gosh. It's reading beer? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Hallelujah. There it is. Yeah, 100%. I didn't, I didn't know the introduction. Yeah, the intro. I, you only just kind of go to the reading event part. Yeah, everyone only knows like, like the chorus. Yeah, oh, it's wow. raining men. Yeah. Hallelujah. Like it's almost, I listen to this go, hey, just get to it. Just get to yeah. the raining men part, could you please? <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're at the end of draft uh, 52. Find us on boozeleague.com. Uh, we do have links. So everything we talked about today, will, um, if it, there needs to be a link or a picture or anything else, Hallelujah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what an end. Um, we'll uh, we'll post it up on the draft page as well as follow us on Twitter. Jesus Christ. Twitter. <laughs> Anyways. Oh my gosh. Um, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. Um, we'll be posting up uh, information regarding our fourth anniversary party. Come on out. We have some special swag coming along and everything else. Um, really good bands we're lining up. We're not going to announce them yet because we've got to confirm, um, but we have some really good stuff in the works. Super stoked. Super stoked. And Everyone take a drink. We're excited for all party with us and meet us and hang out. And yeah, come on out. It's just a party. It's, you know it's a party. There's no podcast or anything else. We're just going to be literally partying, dancing, all and drinking all day long. Um, from the commish, Coley and Sandro. Go. Oh, shit. Let's <laughs> file this up under R for a Riverderchi. <laughs> Seems to be a good <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, follow, follow along with us and we'll see you on uh, Draft 53. Cheers. Cheers.